everything I know I learned from Frank Miller and everything I Welcome back listeners and possible viewers to Comic Bastards Podcast. I'm Dustin, in case you forgot the only voice that's talking to you on this iteration of the Comic Bastards Podcast. Just for those that started listening because someone was like, hey, you should listen to this. Highly unlikely that anyone said that to you, but if they did, the format for this is just quick, short reviews of things I've read this week. Not everything, because then it'd be like an hour-long podcast. Seriously, I'm already up like 15 things I've read this week, so let's jump into it. My indie pick of the week, The Fist, number four. Pick this up. It's on Gumroad. You'll have to go to comicpasser.com. Check out my review for a direct link because I don't have the URL memorized in my head. I'm not a freak. Uh, check it out. Space opera battles. It started as a homage to other comic book characters and such, and has just grown and developed into its own beautiful, wonderful thing. Okay? The fist is a guy's name, he's the right fist. Or the right hand, okay? There's a left hand that he's going to fight in the fourth issue, or start to fight. There is the legs, and there is also the core. I don't know where the head is yet. I don't care. It's amazing. I love it. He's married to his spaceship. Just think about that. He's married to his spaceship. Check out the series. All of it's pay what you want, so if you just want to read it and not support the creator at all, go ahead and be that person, but at least read it. Uh, if you want to support the creator, uh, Jordan is his first name. God, I hope it's Jordan. Uh, I don't know. Um, then do then do that. So again, comicbasters.com, search for The Fist number four, look for the link, check it out. It's my indie pick. Now I got a bunch, a bunch of number one issues, okay? And then I'm going to do a couple indie books, and then my pick of the week, all right? So I'm going to blitz to this. Dastardly and Muttley, number one, DC Comics. Just think about it. All right, I'm going to tell you something. It's going to blow your mind. Written by Grant, or fucking Garth Ennis. Not Grant. Garth Ennis. It's one of the worst DC books I've read since the last Garth Ennis DC book I read. It's terrible. It's so just like... You don't know what's going on in the story because there's just no, there's no, nothing's been revealed. Nothing. It's easy to figure out there's going to be a mutation when a guy is in a jet with a fucking dog. It's like, gee, I wonder what's going to happen to him. A fucking mutation, you say? Yeah, guess what happens? Fucking mutation. Reviewed at the end, revealed at the end, and it's not very good looking. It's like, oh, cover looks better than this. What the fuck's going on here? Um, Garth Ennis just does not have a knack for humor anymore. It's, it's just not working. It's not working for me. I'm sorry. This is, this is two, two DC humor books that he's done. Neither have been funny. Fruit Ninja. Not Fruit Ninjas, even though there's multiple of them. Fruit Ninja, based off of the video game, which I think has an animated show now. I hope the animated show isn't like this, where it just jumps around to random characters and does nothing. Three stories, nothing happens. Nothing. No lessons learned. That's it. There was two times in my head I was just like, oh, that was a pretty good gag. Too bad it was in this book. And that more stuff happened after that made it not as funny. Uh, Dynamite. It's by Dynamite. <laughs> not really a big shocker there. Uh, I don't know who the hell would buy this book. If you're like a little kid, you wouldn't give a fuck. And if you're an adult, you're like, what the fuck this book? So, there you go. Fruit Ninja. 
Kingsman, the red diamond, or just the red diamond, I don't know, number one, image, Millar World, Miller World, sorry, whatever. Um, yeah, smart, smart Kingsman. Eggie's got to find, uh, find himself, figure out his roots, where he came from, be respectful of that in his new life. That's, uh, that's probably going to be the only lesson of the series. The rest is C-Lab 2021. So, there you go with that. Uh, then we have Made Men number one from Oni. Oni, whatever. <laughs> Shouldn't bother saying these fucking companies' names I suck at. Oh. Anyway. I kind of want to tell you it this way, but it's, it's like Robocop plus Frankenstein equals, like, all right, that's pretty cool. Uh, the opening is brilliant. It's it's fantastic. Uh, it's a, just an ambush scene. These people just getting blown away by a fucking rainstorm of bullets. The main character narrates throughout the entire thing, and it, it, it's really good. Uh, what I didn't particularly like was everything after that. So her being a Frankenstein was like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty fucking cool, you know, add to the lore, I'm like, I have no problem with that, I'm not, Frankenstein's not boring on me yet, it's not zombies and vampires, but you meet a kind of a criminal underground person, and it's just like, it's all a little too good to be true for the main character at that point, and then the ending, the last two pages, was like, oh, Really? Okay, we'll see what you got. But uh, that was underwhelming. The last couple of pages really did make me go, "Ah, oh, we had something here. We did. Uh, we'll see what we'll see what you do with it." But it's definitely worth checking out. Others might really love what it does, and especially just that opening is it's enough to make you want to come back for at least the second issue. Um, so that's something to check out as well go into more indies uh this one's not really an indie but it's like a i mean it kind of is it's a, it's a publisher that a lot of comic fans are gonna be like who the fuck's that it's a no brow press and it's called dalston's monsters two z's it's easy is it z i don't know which way whatever way the camera's showing you those listening are like what are you doing with your hands stop it and it's just this world it's our world but monsters show up and they kind of don't give a fuck about us. They're just there. They're territorial. They're like giant, mindless animals for the most part. But then, like these kids start riding them, and only only kids of certain you know certain youth can can ride them. Like if you're in your late twenties, it's like, hey, get the fuck off my back, I'll kill you. But uh, there's an intricate story where the monsters are just like weirdly part of the world. They're not really the focus. And uh, at one point, it becomes like the Warriors plus with monsters. So that was actually really fun and cool. It's uh, it's beautifully illustrated. I love the art. Um, it's got like a European esque style to it. I don't know. That's how I would describe it. I, I've seen it so much, but it's like it's not something you'd see in an American comic book. Uh, but it doesn't mean that it's not better or great or even just as good you know in my opinion i think it's really fucking good i like it it has a lot of personality uh so check that out for sure when it releases again no brow press that's dalston's monsters 
Next is an indie book where it's it's actually one issue away from being done, as far as I can remember. It's called Oasis, and it's this indie book. You can get it on Comicology. Um, I think they're on website, oasiscomic.com, I think is the one. That one's easy to remember. And it's it's like it's like a dystopian future, but there's this uh, like they're just homebrewed terrorists, and instead of trying to terrorize like they're not like trying to terrorize I don't know another country or whatever they're they're trying to fix a corrupt system that is killing the poor taking advantage of the weak and just just fighting for the little guys you know and the complexity of the human relationships that it develops is fantastic um the there's four issues that just introduce each character and their backstory so good just so good and then just kind of moves on from there going into what their mission is doing and just introducing this very interesting futuristic sci-fi dystopian world but not in such a rehash like oh we're never gonna make it type attitude um it's really uplifting in a lot of ways and it remind me just a scotch of like early tank girl when you're like you felt like there was a point to the narration or narrative that you're reading not like new tank girl we're just like what bad joke are we going to run for four issues? Um, so it's just something to check out. Oasis, again, it's a good comic book. So I'm repeating these twice. I don't know why. That brings us to the pick of the week. And this is the pick of the week of, like, books releasing. Like, honestly, I would recommend you just go get these three indie books that I told you to pick up. But if you're just, like, a comic book shop buyer where it's got to be in the comic book shop, go get Scales and Scoundrels. Alright, I don't want to tell you a lot about it, um, so I'll say this. It's like Aladdin, but in a fantasy world, and if Aladdin was a woman, and there was no princess, and she was a scoundrel, and you, you just gotta picture like an environment where like stealing a piece of bread or farting in the wrong direction brings like the fuzz down upon you, it's like that, but with like magic and dragons. And I fucking loved it. It was really good. It's one of Image's best new series instantly. Because I have read a lot of their new first issues and can't even recall the last one I read because I was just like, ooh. So, uh, Scales and Scoundrels, check it out. Just check it out. Just blindly buy it. It's really good. And if you don't like it, then hey, at least you tried something completely different than A, what Image normally puts out, and B, what most comic book publishers are putting out. Um, if anyone's familiar with Spera, it reminded me a lot of that kind of like style in the world. So, it might even be someone who worked on that series, because the art was really familiar to me. So there you go. That's, uh, that's your quick, quick hit podcast this week. Got done in 15 minutes, maybe. I don't know. I see a little clock, but every time I edit this, it could be all wrong. Uh, you can follow me at Enter the Hero and at Comic Ambassadors. It's like my personal, my business. Personal and my business. Twitter handle. You can always stop by the site. Leave a comment. Let me know what you're thinking of this. Uh, share it. You know, I hope a friend shared it with you, and that's why you're here. And if you have recommendations, you'd like to see me, you know, read it, go through it. I'm open. I'm open to that. If you have a comic submission, we're taking comic submissions. Go to websites website, the, the top title bar. We're about here. 
you're watching this on the video, like right there, click it, boom. If you want to write for us, look for that too. Hit the info, give me two writing samples, and you can be a reviewer for Comic Bastard. So, got anything else? Let me know. Otherwise, thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. Once the apocalypse comes. Batman detective here on the dark night and robbing, I'm robbing DC for all the phone can't stop him. And I'ma lose my damn mind like Logan this time.